Hi, I'm Cher Stevenson, fellow member of this beautiful ugly. The summer just felt like it has really rushed by. Sometimes in the summer months we can feel a little reprieve, but oftentimes when we're going through grief, it still feels like a ball of rubber bands full of emotions and decisions that have to be made. So I really wanted to touch on a couple of things as far as summer reflections. Dr. Deb is uh, moving into her new property and so I felt that we had a topic of discussion of just reflecting that the seasons change and as they change that how the love remains still for our loved ones that we've lost. But first what I want to do is I really want to acknowledge those experts that have helped me along the way that I lean into for advice that I listen to on other podcasts and I like balancing science with faith. I am faith-based and I will honestly say it's because of my relationship with God that in my darkest places that it was He along with the therapeutic tools that I've used that has gotten me through. And my hope for this beautiful ugly is to help those that are going through grief like me and others that we find out who we are now because we're not ever going to be the same. Our lives are changed forever for the loss of our loved ones. We are here. So now what? So we're rediscovering who we are now and finding meaning through this beautiful, ugly journey called grief. And for some of you that may not know why we call the podcast This Beautiful Ugly is because as I was taking care of my husband while he was in in hospice, I remember saying, this is the most beautiful, ugly journey that I've ever been in. That's how the name came about for this podcast. And this podcast is for People like you, listeners that are going through finding meaning, and our goal is that we can provide the expert advice, wisdom, helpful tools along the way that um, we've experienced in our community to help each other because we really feel that we are a community that a lot of people don't understand. Grief is a different community, and so this is a safe place for you. Okay, let's jump into our acknowledgments. The first one. Dr. Andrew Huberman. He's a neuroscientist and a professor at Stanford University of School of Medicine. I will put every one of these mentions in our show notes. He helps to bring the neuroscience along with the understanding of what happens in the brain through trauma of grief. Emma McAdam, love her. She's therapy in a nutshell. She dials in on cognitive thinking and cognitive distortion, and we will be doing a deeper dive with that. Dr. John Deloney, who's a crisis intervention specialist and author, he is with the uh, Dave Ramsey Solutions, and his wealth of information has really helped me through my grief process. I listened to his podcast. And of course, David Kessler, author of Finding Meaning, The Sixth Stage of Grief, is a great resource. And my two good people, uh, Dr. Deb Harrell, a homeopathic doctor, and Diana S. Rice, a cognitive therapist. Those are my lean-into. They also, Dr. Deb is the co-host on this show, and Diana Rice is a reoccurring therapist on this show. So I just wanted to acknowledge them that I am experiencing my journey, and I lean on the expert to heal through grief. We have to have help, and that means grabbing a hold of what works for us. What works for me may not work for you. Your story is your story. 
Also, I do endorse healthy and helpful things that may add value to your life. So we use them. So all of our endorsements that we might add onto this podcast are things that we use, superior electrolytes. I use them. I'm so grateful for them because I wasn't sleeping well at night. I was cramping a lot because I was losing a lot of water because of crying and uh, uh, the magnesium, the the salt, the stevia, I can drink it before I go to bed because it's not going to jack up, has no sugars in it, and the glycemic index is super low. So that has really helped me. So also, uh, we need your help. How you can support us is we need help of our community, those that understand where we are, those that want to help others in their journey. So follow us. Follow us at This Beautiful Ugly on Instagram. You can get to our thisbeautifulugly.com and share those. But we are on every major podcast platform, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, uh, just to name Apple, to name a few. So like, subscribe, share, and please review because all of this helps to impact another person's life. Your story will impact other people's lives. And so just reaching out to people that you might know that would benefit from this because this is why we're doing what we're doing. So on to what our topic is today. We need community. This summer has been a journey that I think a lot of us take that we're possibly thinking, my goodness, it's it's been a relaxing summer, but it probably has been a mixed bag of a summer for most of us. Um, time off from uh, kiddos' school, uh, time off from work if you're seasonal, sometimes there's just too much time. And as I was reflecting about the summer, I really felt that we had to lean into uh, this space of when we have so much time and transitioning in life. So seasons change. Our love for our loved one remains, but the seasons are changing. Life is changing. And what does that look like, especially as we begin to shift into our fall and the scurry that we began to feel and the atmosphere of putting kids back to school, maybe changing jobs, making major life decisions. And Sometimes grief can really overwhelm us and that we can find that the simplest decisions are really difficult and our brains, you know, feel like much distorted thinking, um, even to the basic things like, did I put my clothes into the dryer or remembering appointments? There are also probably decisions that We have to make right now, but there's probably decisions that we don't need to make right now, and that's okay. And so just making those decisions of that very next thing that we have to do is uh, a theme that you will hear through a lot of our podcast. One thing that I have found on this summer's reflection is that I really needed wisdom. I was finding that I needed direction. Um, and you might be able to, might be thinking the same, like, boy, do I really need to understand my next season, next career move, whether I can step into making household decisions, but I really needed wisdom. And from that wisdom, 
I would get understanding, I would get direction, and I would get knowledge. And so I decided to jump into a study on wisdom. And one of my favorite books that I read that I've gotten back into, and I've used this app, it's by Version, and I'll put that in our show notes. And this is what this book, which is the Word of God, the Bible, said, that God gives us wisdom freely. It's plain spoken and knowledge and understanding, and that He is, it's a rich mine of common sense for those who live well. And it's actually wisdom is a personal bodyguard. So I love that, that it was rich in common sense, which boy, do we, I need common sense for the, the steps in the grieving process, but also that it acts as a personal bodyguard for us as we're making decisions of life choices. And the next thing that I found that in finding wisdom, there's, there's a couple of paths that we can take and often we take when we're going through the grief process. And there's the good trail and there's the not so great trails. <laughs> and we also need a good people. And then there's also not necessarily great people to be hanging out with. So good trails, good people are the two key points that I have found in my life and having to surround myself with a community. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not going to fall off the trail. It doesn't mean that we're not going to surround ourselves sometimes with people that don't help us make healthy choices, right? So expectations on ourselves as we're going through grief, I really just want to be done with this grief. We can put such an expectation on us as we're choosing directions in our life and choosing wisdom in our life. And as we're searching for wisdom and understanding and knowledge, that maybe we cut ourselves some slack and knowing that we don't have to figure this journey out. And the one thing about grief, we can't choose when the grief is over. Grief chooses that for us. And I know that sounds awful, <laughs> but the fact remains that as we begin to embrace grief and have grief visit with us, we can have an expectation that we will get through it. Another point that I want to touch on is that we have to realize that the pressure of others that are trying to look at us to stop grieving, we don't have to be pressured by that. Your story is your story. My story is my story. That pressure to stop grieving, that expectation on ourselves, that having sorrow through grief doesn't mean that we're not making progress because you and I, we love deeply, so we grieve deeply. I found that this summer, I, I was falling off the trail and I love to hike and I love the outdoors. I love nature. I found that I had fallen off the good trail. And that good trail is a trail of safety. And I want to read this to you because this really helped me understand. So now you can pick out what's true and fair and find all the good trails. Lady Wisdom will be your close friend and Brother Knowledge, your pleasant companion. Good sense, well, common sense, will scout ahead for danger. Insight will keep an eye out for you. And they will 
keep us, you and me, from making wrong turns or following bad directions. For those who are lost themselves, like I've been, I couldn't find, I couldn't tell if it was a good trail or a trail of tumbleweed, you know, like a traveling trail, like choices and decisions that we make that go nowhere. When we're on this other trail that doesn't have good sense or can warn us of danger, it can be this counterfeit that looks appealing, but we find out that we're wandering in a maze of detours and dead ends. And I get it. When we are walking this thing out, that there seems to be like this beautiful thing that we want to substitute and say, I got this. I don't have to grieve anymore. But there really is no substitute for healing through grief. There is no counterfeit trail that's like eye candy. You know, it's really a facade, I think, as I've journeyed through. But there's no trade-off for grief. There's no addiction. There's no lover. There's no alcohol. There's no escapism. We have to go through this gift of grieving and the process of grief so that we will heal. And that means embracing that grief. I certainly have tried to mask it, to fight it, to run from it. But someone once said, it doesn't matter where you go, grief will follow you. So I began to get into search for wisdom and understanding and direction because my emotions were lying to me. And Emma McAdam actually talks about this cognitive distortion because our brains have experienced trauma. And because of that, our emotions can lie and we can act on those. And I was making choices out of my emotional realms. But one thing I do know that no one talks to us more than ourselves. And because of grief that we've experienced that trauma again, our emotions do lie to us. It's time for a quick break. I found something that has really helped me on my health journey. I found superior electrolytes and started using them and immediately noticed my heart palpitations I was dealing with almost on a daily basis totally disappeared within a few days. Superior electrolytes keep it real by using real sourced ingredients rather than lab-made ingredients. The light refreshing electrolyte drink has zero sugar, includes pink Himalayan sea salt, ionic sea minerals from the Great Salt Lake, and real vitamin C from acerola berry extract. They are non-GMO, gluten-free, and vegan. They are actually whole food-based electrolytes, and they can help everyone, not just athletes. Electrolytes keep us hydrated, give us better immunity, more energy, and fewer leg cramps or headaches. Check out the link in our show notes to order Superior, and make sure and use code TBU to give you free shipping and help sponsor our show. You will love them. So we have to take that thought, argue against it, and to lay it out on the table and say, is this true? Is this wisdom? And take steps for healing. And how do we do that? We do that through support. We do that through community, a community that gets us. We do that through counseling, perhaps. We do that through surrounding ourselves with good people. We do that through diving deep 
into the pain of grief as we walk out this journey through self-care. And I have many tips that people have offered me along the way that I've taken in that have helped me. One thing is welcoming grief in. I schedule my cry days. Every day I schedule a cry because oftentimes I'm working, I'm with people, I'm making decisions that I have to make on the moment and I will get a trigger and I would have to go home and unpack it. So I schedule cries in. I listen to music. I listen to podcasts. I walk, I bike, I take in the arts. These are the things that have helped me. And I also do breathing methods and practice that in mindfulness. Now, mindfulness, we have found that mindfulness doesn't mean that you have to be still and sit down because some of us cannot do that. Some of us have to move to be mindful and keep our bodies functioning. So whether that's walking or hiking or biking or working in the yard, that we're practicing that. I'm going to link in the show notes the breathing technique that I use with Wim Hof. I love it, and it's such been such a wonderful tool for me. So those are some helpful tips that I wanted to offer to you and to just to remind you that seeking community that gets it, a grief support group, maybe personal counseling, maybe diving into podcasts of some of the people that I've suggested here on today's show. But I know that we cannot hide from grief. We cannot try to stop it from visiting us. But I do know this. There is one who will hide with us and he will sit in the pain with us. We will fall off the trail, sometimes into a pit, because we've been given this beautiful gift called choice. And believe me, that choice has gotten me into big trouble (laughs) going through my grief sometimes. But the beauty is we still have a choice to choose. And though that we're making mistakes, and yes, sometimes they're detrimental to us, but there's no shame because grief is ugly. We might try to hide. We might try to escape. We might try to shrink backwards, you know, away from it. We might try to run. But I'm telling you that as we draw near with brutal honesty, God can handle it and we can safely hide inside the cleft of the rock. And so when we fall off and we ask, where is this so-called God? I don't feel him. I don't see him. There is no light. There's no life. But the truth is that God has always been in the darkness with us. And even when we don't feel it, see it, or hear it, he is still sitting in with us in our pain. So my prayer is, and I am a prayer person, And that's okay. I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes, their faith walk, their spirituality. I'm not. But all I know is this. Without Him, I would not be here today. I would not be able to do what I'm called to do. 
And that's the truth. And that is what I have found about getting on good trails, connecting with good people, and getting wisdom. So my prayer is that though the seasons change, there is a love that also remains with you. That when we feel far apart, God comes to us with open arms and sits in with us. And I promise you, the grief that you're feeling today, you will get through. And sometimes the only thing that we can say in our sobbing is, help me. As Dr. Deb and Ramona said in one of our previous podcasts, help me. My encouragement to you, get connected with community, with a support group. Know that people love you. Find that one lifeline, that one person that can sit with you. Know that maybe you just have to do the next step, putting your feet on the ground, taking a shower, deciding that you will get up tomorrow. Again, this is a new season. We will never be the same. We're figuring out who we are now in this journey. You may not know that. I certainly am seeking to. But I want you to hold fast to this truth that you are not alone, that He loves you, and you've got a community that is here for you. I hope that this episode encourages someone today. Please consider sharing it with someone else and know that you're absolutely loved and we're thinking about you and we're praying for you. Dr. Deb, Diana, and I, until our next episode. Bye.